welcome to another episode of the Loving Life After Loss podcast. I am your host, Marie Alessi. Good morning, beautiful people. Marie Alessi here with yet another Meaningful Mindset. I was so looking forward to bringing the Meaningful Mindset back after my beautiful break over our summer holidays here in Australia. And I found it very, very suitable to talk about the slap in the face sort of feeling today because all too often I hear people say, just be grateful for what you have. Just be grateful. Just show gratitude. And yes, I'm a huge fan of gratitude. And we as a community in Loving Love After Loss, um, for those of you who are in the movement, um, you will remember that we did the gratitude alphabet, counting down 2022, the last 26 days. And I brought up one letter of the alphabet every single day and said, find one thing that you're grateful for, starting with that letter. I put it out there because when you put it out in the open, and invite people in. You are not forcing it upon one person. You are not suggesting it to one person. You do it as a collective. You uh, really sort of sprinkle this feeling of gratitude into the group. And I could see how many people really needed that because there was a lot of participation in this very um, exercise that we did as a group. I loved what came out of it. I loved the the entire energy lifting in our group because of this exercise that we did. Yet, let's just focus on what happens when I say it to one person. And in particular, when I say it to one person who is dealing with really the depth of grief right in this very moment, if you walk up to this person and say, come on, just be grateful for what you have. Think about your kids or think about your house or your job or your what, whatever it is. I promise you it can feel like a slap in the face and I am speaking from experience here because when Rob passed away and people would suggest gratitude it made me cringe it made me really so uncomfortable because all I wanted to do was scream in their faces I have to be super honest here I wanted to scream in their faces that they do not know what they are talking about and truth to be told, they are not. They just don't know what they're talking about. And I can tell you this because um, before Rob passed, I had started with this beautiful book. And some of you may know it. And for those of you who don't, um, I will share it in the comments below. It is The Magic by Rhonda Burns. And The Magic is all... Uh, Rhonda Burns was one of the... Uh, participants when the secret uh, was made and for those of you who don't know please just have a look it's it's just all over like if you just type in the secret on google or Rhonda, uh, Rhonda burns the magic you will find it but i will share it in the comments below as well so you know what i'm talking about but the essence of all of it is that our mind is so powerful and what we focus on is what we see more and more of in our lives. What we focus on is what we invite into our lives. If we focus on being calm, if we focus on being rich, if we focus on love, all of that we attract into our lives. We really 
absorb the essence, the energy of all of that. I was right in the middle of that book, The Magic, when Rob passed away. And I left my book closed on the side of my desk for quite some time. And then I actually put it away in my bookshelf for quite some time. I'm talking about probably two years. I did not really take notice of when it came back out, but I do remember the moment when a friend of mine uh, recommended this book in one of her courses. And that's when I realized how long it had been for me since I actively, by choice, practiced gratitude. And it was so confronting for me to pick that book back up and to get back into the deliberate practice of gratitude. So to explain to you in a nutshell why I'm referring to this book, The Magic is actually a book which offers different practices of gratitude for every single day. So it's not a book that you read and you're done with it. It's actually uh, designed like a workbook. Every day there's only a couple of pages to read. Every day has got a different practice, a different exercise, what to focus on in your life, what to be grateful for. And then you watch the shifts happening in your life. It is working. I can promise you that. It is working because I've tried it before Rob passed. I've tried it after Rob passed. And um, every time I do use it, every single day I do use it, I can see the effect that this book has in my life and the ripple effect it has on others around me. Yet when you are in the depth of your grief, it can feel like a slap in the face when somebody offers you gratitude as the magic potion to heal. This is where I want to talk about something that I've mentioned many times before. I call it the neutral space. When you are in the depth of your grief at the start of your journey and this is where people want to get you, where I want to get you, where you probably deep inside want to get to, which is healing, which is happiness, which is joy. There has to be something leading to that point. And right in the middle, there's this neutral space where you can neutralize the pain, the intensity of the pain. Because if we don't neutralize this intensity of the pain, we won't make it to the other side, if that makes sense. Because our focus will always be on the pain and that pain will be so debilitating that it will keep us stuck in the pain, in the suffering, in the grief, in the wallowing, in the sorrow. This is a place of transition. This is not a place to stay stuck in. And it is absolutely your choice how long you will stay in this space. And the only way to get to neutralizing and then to healing is when you allow yourself to see the possibility. When you open your heart to the possibility 
of healing when you start trusting that there is another side to get to that there is healing this is the only way how you can open your heart to the possibility of healing to get to that space of joy and feeling healed again so many people succumb to the belief that grief will always stay with you i beg to differ I do not believe that grief will always stay with me because I am the living proof that it's not true or that it doesn't have to be true. It's your choice, truly. Trust me, it is your choice whether grief will always stay with you or whether you open your heart to the possibility of healing and start treating grief like a visitor. Somebody who knocks on your door every now and then, somebody who wants to sit with you every now and then, and when that happens in my life, I do invite it in. I do invite grief to sit with me for a while, to share stories, to share space. And I'm absolutely okay with that. I embrace it when it happens, yet I don't allow it to stay. Grief will never be a permanent resident in my home. Grief is a visitor and that's the only way how I treat it. What I'm wanting you to take away from this today is that there are options to choose from, that it is okay to grieve, but I don't think it's okay to stay stuck there forever. This is not part of our human experience to stay stuck in one part. Our human experience is to learn, to process through things, to experience things. It is called a human experience. This is our life. We're here to have experiences, not to stay stuck in one particular spot. And here's another thing, and please, please listen carefully to this, because this is one of my deepest beliefs and one of the biggest takeaways for you watching this here right now. We have certain gifts that we take away from this experience i call them hidden gifts and adversity and when we allow ourselves to move out of the stuckness and the best way to get into this neutral space where healing can take place is to move into the observer role just observe what's going on in your life observe what you're feeling observe what you're thinking and then zoom out and look at your life almost like as if you see your own timeline in front of you. And I want you to see your life with the person that has passed in your life. Look at your life together, what you have created. Look at all the beauty, the fun memories, the amazing memories, those things that made you fall deeply in love with that person. And look at the time spam that takes up in your life. In my case, I had 12 and a half years with Rob. So when I look at those 12 and a half years filled with love and happiness and joy and bonding, and yes, we had tough times in there as well. But the most beautiful part of that was that we got through it together because we believed in each other. We backed each other up. 
We had each other's back. We were supportive of each other. The beautiful kids that we brought into this world. Look at all the beautiful memories that you have created together and the time spam that goes with it. I know that there are people here in this very movement who are looking back on a time spam of 50 plus years together. 50 plus years of shared experiences, of blessings. And then the time of their passing, it takes seconds, minutes, sometimes hours to pass, that process of passing. And even if we call it one day, the day of their passing, see how minuscule that part is compared to the years that you had together. What we do, actively do, not consciously, but actively do by staying stuck in grief is reducing their life and our life together and all the amazing, beautiful, lived experiences we have together, all the collection of memories, of amazing memories, we reduce it to one day, to that one day of their passing. And this is where we stay stuck in this tiny little time frame of our lives together. Don't do this to yourself. Don't negate or neutralize the beautiful memories that you had together. Start neutralizing the pain because that pain is stuck in that one moment of their passing. It does not negate everything that you had together. Their passing does not negate the beautiful memories that you had together. Make them count. And the way, the best way to make them count is by continuing what you have created together. In my case, I am looking back on a life of love and connection that we have built. And that love and connection, I have taken and built it into this very movement, Loving Life After Loss. So here's my little disclaimer. If you're watching this on YouTube, on LinkedIn, on any other platform than our uh, community, then please come and join our community. You will find it with any link that you click on. There is always a link in my a description of this very movement of this very uh, of this very video excuse me that I'm sharing here there's a there's a link that you can click on there's a link where you can join our movement and join this whole tribe full of love and connection there's so much love and support in this group I actively invite you to come and join us Valentine's Day is coming up tomorrow my goodness tomorrow and i understand that for many of you that might be yet another milestone where you struggle where you really struggle with the pain that intensifies around those milestones so come on in join our movement allow yourself to be supported and if you don't even know how to start please do reach out to me just jump on a call with me even if you don't know what to say I've got you, I will hold space for you, and I'm sending you so much love right now. Thank you so much for watching this. Please feel free to share this. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel if you're watching this on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram, share the love, invite people in, and have a beautiful day today, tomorrow, and the rest of your week. This is Marie. <music>
Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed the show and you would like to find out more about loving life after loss, please visit mariealessi.com. I shall see you next week. Bye.